Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, you know when we talk about high-performance cars, yeah. what do you think of? V12, V8. Nothing it's, else? Oh, yeah, eight-cylinder, a 12-cylinder car. V10s maybe? V10s, even the, yeah. You know, the Audi, the, the Lambos. Audi, they still exist, the Audi oh, R8? They do? Yeah. Well, V10. R8, yes. Yeah. V10, V12, V6, well, what's the uh, Bugatti? W16. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, that's right? So two V8s put together. Yep. Correct? That's what that is. That's what yeah, correct. Yeah. That's in the W. So that's it. Yeah. Eight, eight, 12, 16, let's call them. All that's right. high performance for me. So what about the sixes? V- so V6 turbo or six-cylinder turbo? Well, that's the thing. Lately, you know, they've gone to smaller em- engines with either supercharged or turbo. We had the yep. uh, Lotus Exige with the supercharged yeah, and what s- are they? six-cylinder. Six cylinder, that's six cylinder. That's a six cylinder. So yeah, that's a that's a hype. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. The Alpha, the Alpha Julia, yeah, twin yeah. turbo, t- twin turbo V six. But if it was just a V six or a six cylinder, is that a high performance car? Uh, well, you don't really think about that as a performance car. But we had the old Charger. The you know, and we're talking about the uh, Australian version of the Charger with the so that triple, was a hot triple car. Wedder, Webbers, triple Webbers, yeah. You know that uh, was extremely fast. Um, what was the other standard six cylinders? But most of them. No, now, see, I'm thinking Toyota Camry. When yeah, you say six cylinder, I'm that, thinking a Toyota right. Camry, right? Or a Holden Commodore, just a standard Holden Commodore. Yeah, or the Ford Fairlane. You don't really think of them as high-performance cars. No. However, in terms of classic cars, but in the newer cars now, they're making the engine smaller and smaller, more efficient, you know, you know, inducted, you know, like either supercharged or turbo, and they... Two-cylinder, four-cylinders, they, in your... If I say, Mick, I'm going to buy a four-cylinder, hotter-up car, performance car, are you going to say, well, yeah, there's, there's plenty to pick from? Well... I don't really think about that, but yeah, that's a good question. So if you're talking about, you know, the performance four-cylinder engines, well then, certainly, you know, you've got to look at Subaru, the WRX. That's a four-cylinder. That's a four-cylinder. It's a four-cylinder. See, I don't think about that. That's right. Yeah. You see, I so there's a few then, Mick. There is. I think if you look, you know, and it's also about power-to-weight ratio because they are a lot lighter, some of these smaller cars. You know, so what you're saying is it's not just eights and twelves that no. are high performance. Well, you got yes, there's a lot of high performance four cylinders. I mean, you look at the rallies, as in you know the World Rally Championship. A lot of them are four cylinders, aren't they? Oh, well, most of them are. So is that the own? Ca- that's its own category. Is there a category of racing just for four cylinder cars or just for six cylinder cars, for example? Oh, there would be, yes. But, I mean, if you're talking about the World Championship Rally, uh, they would have limitations on what engines they could use. Okay. You know, yeah, but no. they were normally the, you know, the lunch of Deltas, the, but they were all, you know. Um, I do know that some of the smaller engines or some of the cars that have got the smaller cylinder engines, be it may have turbos or not, but they're quite quick. I know that, you know, when you do track times or you do lap time, I know they're very quick. Yeah. Quicker, than, quicker than my Ferrari. I know that, right? Especially. The newer you, ones. Yeah, the newer ones, yes, but the older ones are definitely not. But also on the smaller tracks, they're actually, because they're smaller, they're more efficient around corners. Yeah, and that's the Lotus 100%. We've we've said that, and fingers crossed we get one for the rally, Mick. But But the the Lotus we were talking about was a six, though. That was an Exige six. Yeah, that was a six. But in terms of four-cylinder engines, which ones do you think of? No, but so when you think of four-cylinder engines, when you look at it, the cylinders per of, of an engine. Do you also look at 
the horsepower it's generating. Correct. Horsepower. So, okay, so in your opinion, what horsepower does it need to meet or what's the minimum horsepower for a performance vehicle? No, I don't think you can go by that. You can't? No. I Well, personally, I wouldn't think of – because it's not just the horsepower. So you might have uh, a V8 that's yep. got, you know, say 300 horsepower, but the weight of the, the car is three tonne. So, so the matter. power of the weight ratio, you, you know, it doesn't add it's up. It's like that Porsche we spoke about the other day that a mate of ours has changed the engine in that old 944 Porsche and put a three-litre cup. Engine in there, water cooled, but now the horsepower is five hundred and forty horsepower, yeah. and you can't drive it in zero to sixty. You can't drive it. Yeah, and that's another issue as well because the chassis, the brakes, the all the rest of the drivetrain is not it's not built for that horsepower. Built for that horsepower. Yeah, but so what's the perfect balance? That's what I'm saying. Is it a four cylinder should have maximum three hundred horsepower? Because the drivetrain, the chassis of that little car that it's yeah, in. Yeah, well, that's, that's another level, though, Ori. Now you're starting to talk about, you know, whether, you know. Uh, and what is the perfect balance? The perfect balance? Oh, actually, look at a couple of cars then. I mean, you've got the MX-5, for example. So it's a four-cylinder car? Four-cylinder car, yeah. not big horsepower. You know, you're talking, I don't know. Under uh, 200. Under it, 200 horsepower yeah. and normally aspirated. Uh, but the package. It's a quick. It's, it's, quick, it's quite rocket. good around, you know, around the track and they have one make series for stuff like yeah. that. So you buying that because of it's convertible, looks cool, it's quick, you get that little bit of racing and you can drive it every day. Yes, and it's and it's fun. And it's fuel efficient. And, and it's, it's fuel efficient and it's fun and it's because fun. because the the power that you get, as you know, we talked about it before, it's it's more fun to drive a slow car fast than a fast car slow. It's so, more fun to drive. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's more fun to drive a slow car fast than a fast car slow. So that MX Five you're talking about, it's a two liter engine, right? Two, two liter, but in line. The four. earlier ones that came up was I don't know, one point five, one point eight, whatever they were. Yep. But but what over the years they've actually grown. So the original Mazda MX Five. Yeah. You know, because the next model's got to be bigger and better and stronger or, quicker. or whatever. But sometimes it's not as quicker because they've actually – not as quick, sorry, because they've yep. actually, you know, put on a bit more weight <laughs> like we know ourselves. You know, we're not as quick if we've put on more weight ourselves. That's so. a really good point. You get a quick car and you put two uh, – I don't know. Let's say a little load of six each if you can get him. Let's try and pick a car that you can get into easily if you're a big, heavy guy. That would have to affect performance. The weight of the 100%. two pa- of the, and you know one passenger versus two passengers. Correct. So when they do all these testing, are they doing it? Well, with one s- passenger as light as the car can be, obviously, but that's not a true reflection of when we're driving it. No, correct. And that I mean, but that's when you're talking about the nth degree on how quick you can go with that car. That's if you're racing you about know, it. Yeah, okay. yeah. But in in normal stuff, it doesn't matter. Yeah. However, there's there's no doubt. You know, that's why in Formula One they're talking about. You know, it's got a full tank of fuel at the moment, so it's not as quick per lap. Well, I thought that the very <laughs> mate, that is a really good point because, like I said, on Friday uh, or sorry, on the weekend we took the Ferrari out finally, and I had to fill it up with fuel. And I said, hang on now, the car feels heavier now. But I don't know if it was just me because I had a fuel tanker, a full tank of fuel in there. Well, how many litres does it take? Does it take 80? No, 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 no. I think it's – It probably would. No, I think it's 70-odd. Yeah, maybe 80. Just under, no, it's under 80. Yeah. I think it's 70. So that's the same as having another person in another the car. Another person in the car. Yeah. Right. But 
then you look at also balance. So we're not really no, talking so, about... No, so then it got me thinking. Sorry, I lost my train of thought, but now... Yeah, so it's like having another person in the car. So when we do those track days, for example, that we've got a fully loaded tank of fuel and we go around the track and we're warming up our tyres and we go this and that. With less fuel in there, the car's quicker. Definitely. Or is it because you're getting better with your driving? Well... Or is it... Both things, everything's happening well, now. Well, again, I don't think that we're that good that can tell the difference yeah. and take it to the limit to see that difference. However, a professional racing driver will be able to go faster with less fuel than it is with a full tank. Okay, so my question is this then. At the Bend Motorsport Park, the one here in Adelaide, right, in South Australia, beautiful, we've got different tracks, but let's just say the international track, the lap record time is 1 minute 40, whatever it is, right? 140 something. Do they then say, and that is based on three litres of fuel in the car, uh, you know, a full tank? What, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do know what you're trying to say, but that's not the that's not the measure. The measure is what's the quickest a car can go around that track. But surely they have to work out if it, did they have a full tank Doesn't of matter. fuel or not. Doesn't matter. But it would be quicker if it's got a less, less weight. Correct. Surely. But more than likely, if he's got the fastest lap, for that car, for that car. It could be because all these things are factored in. All the in. things, they, you know, pr- taking out the seats, yeah. the, you know, whatever. Taking out the seats. Yes. So they only got one seat. Yeah, I know, but the ones we're talking about aren't taking their seats. No. <laughs> all right. No, but I've never seen someone at the bend take their seat well, out, so this is going to beat it. I'll tell you what I've seen. Yeah. I've taken my Dino, my blue Dino before, anyway, to a hill climb. Without the seat? No, I had my seat in there. Thank However, God. there's people that drive to the hill climb, yeah, take out the seats. And leave them on the side of the road, do they? In the paddock, in the park firm, they leave them there because they saved 40 kilos or 30 kilos. Now, in a car like a four-cylinder yeah. that may have 150 horsepower. <laughs> 40 kilos is a lot. 40 kilos is a lot. Now, someone that's got 800 horsepower – you take out 20 kilos, it makes no difference just about. Yeah, but then... So the sensitivity of the power makes a big difference. Yeah, no, I get that. But then it comes down to the seat. Is it a carbon fibre seat? Is it the steel seat? <laughs> well, what I'm saying. No, that's right. Hence well, why you, these race cars have got carbon fibre right. seats, because they're lighter, obviously. And Okay. That's right. All right. So that's... <laughs> so that's that answers that little question. Yeah. But I do recall my one of my mates, and I love this car, had it, you know, it was... Before we were married, but it was like his first car. It was a little Honda Integra, Mick. And I thought that was a quick little car. Honda Integra? Was it a Type R? Because a Type R is the next level. No, no, it wasn't Type R because he was on his P. I think it was like the DC5 or whatever. But quick little and, car. And good looking car. Yep, good looking car. And that's a two litre four yeah, cylinder, so, I suppose. Yeah, but that's, um, I'm pretty sure, is it rear wheel drive or not? I think it is rear wheel drive. Because uh, I know the, Maz- too- the, the Mazda was rear-wheel drive, which is also another good thing. Yeah, you don't want front-wheel drive, you know. And that's over 200 horsepower, Mick, uh, for that Integra? Yeah, the Type R, yes. No, yeah. the DC5. Oh, not even the Type R. Not even the Type R. Okay. So the Type R must be mid-200s. Yeah, which is, for a small car, that's a lot of horsepower. Yeah, fair enough. You know. So, you know, you could do it. Actually, there few- is a four-cylinder we drove, Mick, now come to think of it, and you... Gave, oh, well, you gave it a bit of a a, a taste of the Mick Taladira, and that's the Alpha 4C. Now, see, that one there, I'm not sure how many what, how much horsepower it's got, but that only uh, had a 1750 or 1700. 1.75 litre turbocharged, inline four. 
Yeah, and two hundred thirty-seven horsepower. Now, two hundred thirty-seven horsepower on a car that's not very heavy. I think uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how heavy it is, but oh, the big Grand Prix, right? Seven hundred, eight hundred kilos. Let's say a thousand kilos. It would I, not be a thousand kilos. It, yeah, well, it'd be around there. But yep. again, you know, it's got air conditioning. It's got the it's got other seat, things. Yeah. It's got other things. Well, if you if do, it seat, depends if you take the seat out. No, well. <laughs> Well, it depends. No, there's no back seats. But see, that's another one. Yeah, that was Small a good car. Small little car. That was quick. Four-cylinder. So that's got the same as the Giulietta. I must it's admit, if you ask me the question again, is, is, do you think of a high-performance car? I think I think of that Alpha 4C as a high-performance. Absolutely. Yes. I think if you talk about, again, when you talk about high-performance, if you're not you, – you are talking about overall performance, so power-to-weight yeah, ratio, yeah. round the corners, how the lap time they would do. So, you know – Actually, my cousin had one of these too, a Honda S2000. Well, they were another one. They revved to uh, – that was something like 10,000 revs. They used to – a really high revving motor. That's That would be a good collector's car. The, that little Honda – actually, I drove that car. It was great. It manual, six-speed manual, 239 horsepower, Mick. Yeah. So but, it was a lot but of car. Ex- you know, I remember when they came out, they were expensive. The Honda – that was a sort of an expensive car compared to – the the rest of the market that's out uh, there, but uh, I mean they're a great little car, mind you. They all look similar though. I mean, naturally, if you look close and you know your cars, they're yeah. not that similar. But that looks very similar to maybe I don't you know not the equivalent MG or the. Uh, uh, I think it looks sportier than the MG that S two thousand. To be honest, it looked very and it, MX, and it would be maybe a little bit MX five ish, and that was normally aspirated as well. Yeah, for for that. Uh, 200 and something horsepower that was normally aspirated 239 or, yeah which is which is darn darn good see uh, and then you got but this way is it fair i know it's yes i know it's a two liter but the fact that it's turbocharged with the nissan sylvia s15 the spec r is that fair you're comparing now a non-turbocharged two liter in line four versus a turbocharged Two liter in line four. They're two different engines. Of course, they're two different engines. But you wouldn't be racing them again. They wouldn't be racing in the same category if you're talking about racing. Yeah, but I think turbocharged needs to be separate. No, like, it still is a performance engine. Yeah, it's a performance engine, but it's two liter supercharge, yeah. uh, turbocharge, or is it two liter straight two liter? Yeah, I think that that's a different question. Because it's two hundred fifty horsepower that gives out. Yeah. And not only that, that's actually a little bit bigger car than with the ones you yep. mentioned before. You know, the Honda Integra, the S2000, the Mazda MX-5, they're actually smaller cars. So the Sylvia, maybe if it's a little bit heavier, needs that extra power as well. Actually, now say turbocharged. What was the first turbocharged car you ever drove or went in? A Saab. Saab turbo? Yep. Not the Saab 9000? No, the earlier one. Which one? Michael Party 75. Had, no, it's a Saab, Saab 99 or 90 or... And that was turbocharged. Turbo. That was one of the early turbos. Heaps and heaps of lag. I remember doing the wrong thing and having, you know, taken off on the lights. Yeah. I had uh, a luncher beater, yeah. two-litre luncher beater front-wheel drive. Yeah. And my compadre Don had a, a Saab... Is it Saab 90, 99? I, I thought that 90, Saab 90. Maybe 90. Anyway, it's the two-door, you know, yeah. but... And so it was turbo. Ugly look. We took off from the lights. Naturally, we only didn't uh, got up to 60 kilometres an hour, of course. But yep. um, took off and the luncher cleaned it up, left him for dead off the lights because they had too much turbo, turbo lag. lag. 
Yeah. Mate, once he got the revs up, he's gone. Yeah. Gone. Once it winds up, yep. bang. No worries at all. So that was one of the early turbos that they had. So the first one I went into, my friend have a no, mate, beautiful blue like your Dino actually, that was the blue, was the Mitsubishi Cordia. Oh, yes. He had, he had yep. the Mitsubishi Cordia turbo and you could hear it winding up, right? Um, that was my very first yeah. turbo car well, that I'd I had one in. of those. Did you? Yeah, So, but I bought the unleaded version that dropped the um, kilowatts down from, uh, I think the original one was 110, this was just under 100. Okay. So you lost a few kilowatts when they changed, in, in South Australia that is, when that, or might, it might have been Australia, when they changed, I think it's 86, they changed to unleaded fuel. So any new car, and I bought that one new. So- just explain, what does the turbo charge? What is a turbo charge? What is it? That when the car's revving at a certain amount... It forces the exhaust. More fuel in? No, no, exhaust. The supercharger does the fuel. Supercharger ch- puts more fuel into the engine. Whereas the turbo is so more... So it sparks more... So what are you saying? It fires... The pistons are firing quicker? Well, it... A supercharger, it forces the... Fuel the, in? Yeah. Whereas a turbocharger forces the... Um, the air, the exhaust gases. Right. So I think the turbocharger is more efficient in terms of fuel generally, but they're now putting turbo uh, superchargers on like the Exige. Can you have a supercharged turbo? I think you can. And that's why you, now you've got twin turbos to stop that lag. So one bring one one cuts, turbo kicks in. Cuts in earlier, one cuts, cuts in, in later. later. Yeah. Okay. The Toyota GR Supra, Mick, another little... You know, quick car, two hundred and fifty-five horsepower. Yeah, the but that's um, that's not that small though, is it? It's not. It's not big. It's yeah. big I reckon it's a touch bigger than maybe yeah. the MX Five, but it's not that uh, small, Mick. Yeah, but again, it's two liter turbocharged, two hundred and fifty-five horsepower. So two hundred and fifty-five horsepower, that is the same as the three hundred eight GT Four Dinos there that come go. out in nineteen seventy-three, non turbo, non turbocharged. However. It's a V8, yep. small V8, V8 so that's not a good comparison. Actually, I know th- there's rallies with these cars, and my cousin had one, I said, oh, no way, have you got the Evolution? That Mitsubishi Lancer. Yeah, well, that's that was the right competition think- with the Subaru STIs. Okay. And that's 291 horsepower, Mick, for that car. Yeah. Well, back, back then- But that's the Evolution, Evolution yeah, X, right? Yeah, that's right. It's like the STI equivalent. Mm. Now, back in, uh, that's a good back in that car, period, now. and we're talking 90 uh, – uh, 2000 and before 2000, yep. so that era, the Japanese all came out with 206 kilowatts. So they were there was apparently an agreement yep. to limit the horsepower of these cars. smaller cars because because you can easily tune them. You know they could have got heaps more. So the Mitsubishi came out with that. The Nissan came out with 206. The STI came out with 206. They all had 206 kilowatts. Mind you, most people modified them after that. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking about a two-litre turbocharged with a, a decent amount of lag, not as much as the Saab that I drove, but you're talking 290 horsepower. That's a lot. Again, weight-wise, it might have been 1,500 kilos or something. I'm, I'm not sure. But. And I'm not a big Audi fan, and I've must probably said it a few times, but I, I didn't realise that the Audi S3, Mick, that's was a machine. over 300 horsepower. Yeah, that's a machine. So I never realised. I would not have – if mate, if that was a multiple-choice questionnaire and market, I would never have picked that. Yeah, but you are talking about a car that we're talking – you know, came it's out in 90 – 4.7 seconds. It's That's ridiculous. as quick as a 360. Yeah. yeah. 
It's amazing how many cars nowadays are as quick as a 360. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But, yeah, that's right. You know, and everyone says, oh, look, you know, it's um, uh, actually I'm going to do a quote after. But anyway, everyone talks about, you know, look, this this can be a Ferrari or whatever, but it's still not a Ferrari. So uh, I don't know anyone, (laughs) any any followers here. That's why the the Mercedes-Benz, the AMG, right, there's those CLA, all those AMGs, they're they're actually little two litres. They're all pocket rockets. But they're quick. Yeah, they're very quick. They're quick. And I say they're quicker than the Ferrari. They're quicker than your Ferrari at 355 horsepower, which is more than the Ferrari. Okay, all right. I stand corrected, Mick. Yep. So four cylinders, there's plenty out there. I think, isn't the uh, Ford Mustang a four cylinder, Mick? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But but that's a big car, so, and you don't yeah, really want. 300, over 300 horsepower. Yeah, I know. But you, would you buy a Ford Mustang? I mean, a current shape Mustang yeah. with a four cylinder engine? Come on. But they are, yeah, I know. No, no. I know you cared, but. No, that's got to be a V8. It's got to be a well, V8, you know. You know, I think it doesn't. It's a two point three liter inline four. Yeah, but is the Mustang. It doesn't to me. You know, no, it's, no, it's, it's a no, not, no. It's no, it's no. Yeah, right, well, me, there yeah. you go. Well, so performance cars don't have to just be V eights and V twelves, me. No doubt. Okay. And we're talking about with the cars that we've talked about are ones that are factory cars. Yeah, we're not talking about modified because naturally, once you start talking about modifications no, to cars, well, then there's all sorts of stuff. But if you look at the earlier ones that we like talking about, the classics, yeah, you had the Lancia Delta Integrale, lovely car. That was a two liter turbo. Yeah, you had the uh, Audi back then, the Audi Quattros, the five, that was the one we got to the drive, one that the we got one, to yeah. drive. Yeah, so, so there was there was a lot of cars back then. I may have got ahead of myself. Yeah, so there are <laughs> performance uh, four cylinders that uh, we would certainly like to drive. And yep. and uh, but anyway, we're going to leave it there. Um, and remember, you can always catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com and, of course, our Instagram and our YouTube. So remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.